Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another podcast, Inside Polling. I hope everyone's having a wonderful summer. It's uh, late August, August 24th. I thought I'd come on and uh, give you a little update since we have had a lot of changes. And boy, how fast the wind can blow the opposite way. Welcome to politics, right? It's incredible. Last time I was with you, Biden was... uh, was in the tank and sliding fast. Everybody was upset. He was losing support with the Dems. He was losing support with the independents. And wow, how fast a month or two can change things. So we're going to review everything with Biden. I'm obviously going to give you all the polling data and the approval ratings and how things have have changed. Um, I know these last couple podcasts... Um, I've heard from both sides about the frustration with, uh, with Biden and, and now if you are a Biden supporter or you're a Dem or you're an independent that leans that way, I've got a lot of good news, a lot of good news. And remember last time on the last podcast, I want to thank everybody, by the way, for listening again, incredible. I love you all. I appreciate all the, the listens and, um, and all the support. It's really been incredible through this. I know uh, we're the only ones going down the middle, and I'm always going to give you the facts. I'm always going to tell you exactly what's happening. I'm not going to sugar it either way. And that's what's gotten us here. So I really appreciate you listening. Last time we we, we discussed uh, all the issues Biden was having. I'm also going to touch on uh, not only the things that have changed. I'm going to talk about the Senate races real quick. I'm also going to talk about the, uh, the congressional races. Remember... What we have in 75 days from today, 75 days from today, is we're going to have every House seat, okay? So every congressional, U.S. congressional seat will be will be up. Um, and, of course, the, uh, the Dems, of course, have the presidency. They have the Senate, uh, which is split even, totally even. But uh, with the Senate, U.S. Senate, uh, Vice President Harris gets the final vote. So, of course, the Dems could pass anything that they want uh, if they can get all of their support, which we know um, with Senator Manchin, that has not happened, but uh, has changed. We're going to review that a little bit. So, and then we're going to look take a look at the, uh, the overall picture and where we stand today. So, uh, let's get to it. So, when last time I was with you, we were talking about numbers that we just have never seen before from a president, under 40% approval rating. We'd never seen that. You know, we saw Trump always kind of have that base around 42%, and that's what we talked about, what we always discuss. Anybody can run. I can run for president. Uh, and I think you even mentioned on the podcast, we could take, you know, it doesn't matter. Your dog can run, and they're going to get 36 37% of whatever party they choose. It's just what it's just how it is, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? It doesn't matter who you put up. There's always a core. There's always a base. You're never going to move that core. You're never going to move that base, no matter who's running. Um, but we saw Biden slipping with the Dems. We saw Biden slipping, uh, you know, very hard with the independents, uh, with the women voter. We had so many issues, so many issues. 
Uh, of course, the gas prices, inflation, what? Uh, Biden couldn't pass a bill if, if his life depended on it. He looked old. He looked horrible. He couldn't talk. He was, what, falling off bikes. He was getting COVID. Remember, we had the baby products issues, the grocery stores, the war in Ukraine, right? And Senator Manchin in West Virginia was a Democrat. Uh, that he couldn't get him to vote for anything. So nothing got passed. And he was he had he had gotten even lower than the last time we talked. I have an average in let's let me just pick take a pick. July twenty first, Joe Biden was at thirty six percent approval rating. That's just you can't get any lower than thirty six percent. That is the bottom. Because you can't get any lower. Again, we hit that core at that 36, 37%. You're never going to shake those people no matter what. So he had hit rock bottom. And what's happened since then? Well, we, we know, right, gas prices have gotten a little bit better. Inflation, you know, I don't hear people too many, you know, talking about it too much. He passes uh, a bunch of bills. Right, we got the we, we had he had the Veterans Health Care, the Chips Act, the Inflation Reduction Act. Because who faults Mansion? He Mansion finally at the last second decides he's going to go and vote for a major bill, pushes him over the edge, gets some momentum going. Of course, we've got this narrative going to Trump. Right, we've got one more time. Right, the FBI. One more time, the federal government has to get. It seems like every time, right before an election, right, we had the Hillary Clinton right laptop and on and on, right. We had her being investigated. We got Trump now being investigated. I mean, can the government stay out of this just a little bit? Uh, we get the prices, you know, at the pump dropping. Uh, job creation numbers uh, uh, look good. No one's talking about, right? It was every second everyone was talking about Biden. The press had turned on him. I mean, when you start to hear CNN, MSNBC, USA Today, oh my gosh, talk negative about Biden. Everybody was crushing him. He was down and out, down and out. And come back Joe, right? You know, the guy wobbling on one leg, basically. He can't ride a bike. And uh, he starts passing bills. Things start to happen. Momentum starts happening. The negative press flips. The narrative goes to Trump. And again, to me, word for word in my last podcast, I said, the Dems are in a box. They have no oxygen and no way out, except that week that I came on. And the reason why I came on was had nothing to do with what Republicans did. It was purely the Supreme Court opening the box, the Roe versus Wade box, which I, which I said back then. I didn't agree with. Doesn't matter my opinion. Who cares about my opinion? I didn't agree with it myself, but it put a bomb in the middle of that box. The Dems had no way out. What were they running on 60 days ago? What were they running on? You can't name anything. Matter of fact, it's everything what the independent voter was thinking, it was a negative thought. And then Roe versus Wade. Right, think about where, where, where Biden was 60 days ago. Hispanic voters turned on him. Women voters turned on them. Young voters turned on them. Even even the Dem-leaning independents turned on them. And some Democrats turned on them. That's where he was. But look at the reversal. Look at the things that are happening. So what's going on with the numbers? Let's talk about, about where the numbers were a month ago. Think about what can happen in 30 days. Politico, 
Was that 37% approval? Uh, uh, let me run. Yeah, Politico, 37%. You know where they are right now? 43. It's an increase of 6% in a month. Uh, I'll just run you some of the numbers of where they were. NPR was at 36. They have not come out with a new poll. New York Times was at 33% approval rating. The New York Times, 33% approval rating a month ago. CNBC was at 36. Quinnipiac at 33%. Rasmussen, a, a seriously Republican-leaning poll. 37%. You know what he pulled two days ago? 47%. 37 to 47% approval rating. That's a 10% 10 per, 10 increase on a Republican-leaning poll. When I put that out, my Twitter just blew up. And by the way, follow me on Twitter, Inside Polling uh, 1, and um, and you'll get, obviously, daily updates uh, enjoying the... Uh, the 20,000 followers we have over there. Um, USA Today was at 39% a month ago. Reuters was at 37. They're now at 38. They have an updated poll. That's a plus one. Harvard was at 38. They haven't come out with a new poll yet. Economist was at 39. They're at 42. That's a plus three. Fox was at 40. They're now at 42. That's a plus two. So we're waiting on a couple of these polling companies to come out to get a real updated number. But you can see what's happened. July 21st, Biden was at 36%. If you average out the, the last, let's say, five, six, seven, eight polls, he's at 42%. 36 to 42%. It's an increase of 6% in a month. Now, you say, wow, you're a Biden supporter. That's incredible, right? 42 has been about his base at post Afghanistan nightmare. He's bounced all over the place. He's gone down to 40. He's gone up to 44, 42. Uh, and then of course the big drop, uh, over the last couple months and now back to that 42%. So he's found his base. The, the Democrats solidify. Oh, well maybe he's not so bad. The democratic leaning independence. Oh, okay. I can start to sway that way. I can start to believe what he's saying. I, can, I, I like what's being done. Right? So that's where kind of we are at this picture. 75 days from the election. How does that affect us? Well, it affects when you have a lean, when, when everything starts leaning, right? Now we're starting to push back the other way. Right? The Republicans are not talking about the race. They're not talking about all the negative. They're not talking about inflation. They're not talking about gas price. They're not talking about not passing a bill. They're not talking about Biden can't get out a word in his speech or falling off bikes and on and on and on. The war in Iran. Ukraine. What are they talking about? Now they're, they have to support. Oh, you know, what about Trump? We got the FBI raid. We got January 6th still being talked about. Right? So all everyone's already talking about the Republican side is they. So think about it. The Dems did all these positive things and then. Talk, got the talking points off these things and onto Trump. Always a good thing for Dems when the Republicans are talking about Trump. So a lot of good movements, a lot of smart moves. We talked about it last time. I said they had one, one life-saving move, Roe versus Wade. Think about what that one thing did. They had, Dems had nothing, nothing to run on. No oxygen. They couldn't even find a topic to run against except talk about Trump. That wasn't going to make it this time. But Roe versus Wade comes out. The moment, momentum changes. Think about it. the women voter. Whoa. The young voters. Whoa. 
right? Everything starts to change. And it really wasn't even a Republican, the Republicans that did this. It was it was the Supreme Court. But whatever it is, it doesn't matter. That's politics. So how does that affect the super incredible Senate race that we have, right? Every senator, not every, I shouldn't say that, a third of the Senate races are up. Uh, certain states, are, are they do basically a third every two years. So we have a bunch of Senate races. And remember, the Senate is split 50-50. The Dems hold it because of the tie-breaking vote by the vice president. Whoever's in the presidency gets the tie-breaking vote. In the House, we have every congressional seat up. They run every two years. And as everybody knows, the Dems hold that too. So, of course, any bill that wants to be passed, the Dems can pass that. They can move it to the Senate and obviously have Biden to sign it. You know, that's a simplified version. But every House Senate is up. So what happens? The Republicans, when we look at uh, 2022, since January 1, 22, the Dems have not led this poll that comes out pretty much every day. And it's a generic poll. Who would you vote in the House if it, if your person ran? It does. This is not about a person. It's just a it's just a generic question. Who would you run? But it's a momentum feel, and it's not something that you should take, you know, as exact science. But it is. It does give you a vibe of where people uh, are, what people are feeling, and and where they're leaning. So, since January first, and really since last November, the Republicans have led this poll. It had gotten up to a five-point lead for Republicans. When's the last time the Republican Party has led the Democratic Party by five points? Nationwide? Are you kidding me? That is a huge number. Well, in the past month, the Dems have tied that number. Now it's a split. Everybody had taken it totally for granted. The Republicans are going to own the House. Uh, which, of course, now Nancy Pelosi, who the majority leader, goes to the minority leader. And, of course, now the Republicans can do anything they want in the House. And then you think about trying to pass a bill. How do you pass a bill with a Republican House, a possible Democratic Senate, and a presidency who's, who's a, Democrat, a, a Democrat? Impossible, right? And then we get to uh, basically, you know, right, stalemate. Nothing gets done in, until the next presidential election. So we have every congressional seat up. The poll is now even. What does that do? Well, we're gonna. This is where. This is why you got to listen to the show and, and and jump on Twitter and get the get the polling data because now things are gonna get serious starting September first. Really, no one's really listening and watching till kids go back to school, and you know in another two weeks, boy oh boy, we're gonna be watching this polling data big time. But we don't. You know, on the House, it's tough to forecast. Of course, the Republicans. You know, right now, my guess is they would take the House. We're going to know a lot more in another two weeks. But Senate races, you say, well, this is going to be, you know, this is going to be an easy Republican win, right? The Senate, the, the, the everybody's leaning Republican. Well, it's really interesting because remember, there's only certain amount of states are every two years. Well, this year, which is the, you know, the two-year split, this is Biden's record we're all running on here, Right the two-year uh, report card, and you expect this to be a failure and, and this thing and, this, and the Republicans to get the Senate. And a lot of people were thinking that a few months back. But there's a couple issues. Number one, let's talk about the individual states that can flip 
or not flip. So let's take it from the top. Colorado, is that really who, who's a, a Democrat is there in, in the Senate in Colorado? That state is one of the states that are up. And of course, that used to be a hot spot. That used to be a state that, you know, either party could win. Well, the Democratic senator that's there, uh, Bennett, is leading by five there. Do we think that Colorado is going to flip? I don't think so. Do you guys think it's going to flip? I wouldn't think you would. Ohio, that is a Republican seat. Of course, used to be a big battleground. Uh, the Republican there leads somewhere between three points and five points. Do we really see Ohio flipping? No, we don't really see Ohio flipping. That should stay Republican. Colorado should stay Democrat. Let's take those two off the board. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, which has been a Republican senator. Of course, now, don't forget now, uh, this state this state is a million more Democratic voters than Republican. It's been a really battleground for the Trump voter. Uh it has had a Republican, now the, the Democratic, uh, there's a Democratic governor. Uh, there's a Democratic Senate. On the, on the other, there's always two senators per state. The other senator is a Democrat. We have a Republican that's that's uh, was an incumbent who's not running. Dr. Oz, right, our, our TV buddy, uh, he's running uh, against Fetterman. Fetterman, you know, had a mini stroke, uh, hasn't even been on the campaign trail. But Oz is stumbling all over the place. Fetterman, here's the polls. Fetterman's leading on the last four polls by 4, 11, 6, and 9. If Fetterman wins this race, that's a flip. That's a flip to the Dem side. Okay? So that would put Dems up by 1. Let's move to Nevada. Another battleground state in the old days. Certainly not a battleground state recently. Uh, Trump couldn't win Nevada uh, why would we think a senator could win? Hey, if the momentum's going that way, let's take a look at the polls. Um, the, the Democrat there, Senator uh, 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 Cortez Masto, is running uh, against uh, Laxalt. Uh, we have a, a plus seven for the Dem, a plus three for the Dem, a plus eight for the Dem. Um, this is a Democratic state, Democratic Senate right now. Uh, seven, three, and eight is a pretty solid lead. Now, we do have a Republican uh, poll that has been out that it was a plus three for Laxalt, the Republican. We'll continue to watch this. Uh, could Nevada flip for the Repubs? I don't know. I wouldn't think so. Um, so is this a possibility for the Republicans? Okay. We'll give this as a possible Republican flip, right? But so far, polling says Nevada stays down. Arizona. Uh, remember the astronaut Kelly out there uh, ran as like an interim uh, a race a couple years ago, won. Now he has his real election up. Uh, he leads. He's going to be a tough guy to get out. I'll tell you that much. That's a, So that's now a Democratic seat. Uh, is the polling numbers, I've got a plus eight and a plus nine for Kelly. Again, if, if we believe these numbers, he's going to stay in there. Uh, that's not a flip. The Dems hold that seat. Again, we we. we we're, right now, if we bleed the polling, and I continue on here, Pennsylvania is the only one flip to the Dem side. Uh, Wisconsin, we have Senator Johnson, who is a little controversial there, Republican. Again, this state has, has flipped um, Democrat in the last election. It's a tough battleground state. Uh, could go either way. 
but Wisconsin, but Senator and uh, and uh, a, a uh, Johnson, who's the Senate right now. I've got two polling numbers. Uh, Barnes is a Democrat there, trying to trying to knock him off. I've got Barnes leading by four. I've got Barnes leading by seven. Okay, and matter of fact, that seven point poll was a plus two. Was a plus two before. So that's a that's a a gain of five points there, for for Barnes, who's trying to unseat Johnson, who's an incumbent. So could that be flip number two for the Dems, not for Republicans? For the Dems, and I have no polling data that can flip any states so far for the Republicans. Right? So let's go to North Carolina. Oh, is that a flip? No. That's a Republican state with a Republican senator. Okay? Tight, tight uh, battleground state. I have uh, Bud is running against Beasley there. Bud is the Republican. Bud is uh, in the polling numbers, is a plus three, a plus eight, and a plus seven. Beasley also, though, on a Dem side, is leading in one poll by plus four. Okay, so we'll watch that one. So should that one stay Republican? Probably. Probably, right? So New Hampshire is not much polling data in New Hampshire. We've got an interesting race there. New Hampshire is now starting to lean more Democrat as, as the Boston population runs up to the, the southeastern uh, part of New Hampshire. And that has really gotten much more Democrat through the years. So that's a possibility. Sure. It's a Democratic senator. Expect her to expect them to, to her to stay there, but we'll see. We've got a crazy poll in Florida where Rubio is running. Uh, North Florida poll. I don't believe this poll had uh, uh, the person that's running against Rubio, who's of course Senator Rubio, who's a Republican in Florida. We have the Democratic up by four in this poll. I don't believe it. I don't buy that one. But we'll watch it. Do we expect Florida to flip? No. So again, Georgia. We go to one more state. Georgia has uh, a Warnock who, uh, again, did that kind of interim. Uh, uh, someone had left. Warnock got put in two years ago with the Biden race. Now he's up for his true re-election for the six-year term. Warnock against uh, Herschel Walker, of course, the running back. Walker stumbling, bumbling down in Georgia. You would think this would be an easy Walker win. No. Let me show you the polling numbers. Warnock, plus three, plus four, plus nine. Plus three, plus three. Okay? So we look at all these states. Now, these are really pretty much the only... Now, there's other states, but these are really the battleground states that we see possibly of, of movement. Now, I didn't... Do you, do you see anything on the board here that's a definite flip for the Republicans? No. Do you see anything board on the board here that's a, that's a, you know, a really close possibility for Dems? Yes. So there's a lot of positive news here. If you're a Democratic supporter... You got a possibility of a plus two in the Senate and holding some races that you would never thought you would have had. A plus two in the Senate is going to really get you up three points as long as you have the presidency because Harris has that tie-breaking vote. So they could pass any bill now. Even if you have Manchin go the other way on you, it doesn't matter. So a lot of possibilities in the Senate for the Dems. The House, a five-point lead for Republicans, split to even. Uh... Biden in the tank, nowhere to go. Now back to his base, 42%. Okay, so we got a lot of things happening, a lot of changes, and things will continue to change, like I always say. Roe versus Wade, of course, bombshell, right? The FBI thing, who knows? But there's change in the air right now. Uh, and now all of a sudden, 
The Republicans are scrambling. Isn't that amazing how fast that can happen? That's politics for you. So I just wanted to come on now. We'll come back on around September 1st. I'm going to give you these updates. We're going to fill in these blanks on the on the Biden polls. Now that the primaries are pretty much over, we're going to have a lot more polling in the Senate. Uh, we should have a little better feel on the House, and then the race will be on, right? It'll be 60 days, and it'll be just a race to the finish line. Um, the Dems will be pushing uh, the abortion. They'll be pushing uh, gun control. They're going to be pushing all these uh, inflation bills. The Republicans will be scrambling now to try to find uh, their... <laughs> what are they going to run on now, right? So now it flips. So they back the Republicans up against the wall here. Uh, the press flips now to, to pro-Democrat. And so this is where politics gets fun. And that's where polling really gets fun. So, guys, it's uh, I'll be back with you. Uh, I wanted just to discuss with you one thing. I, I, people always say to me, inside polling, who do you listen to? Listen, there's a guy, Mike Madrid, great, great guy. He has a um, uh, he has a call-in show. I highly recommend you guys listen to him. Mike Madrid was a Republican consultant, but also uh, was part of the Lincoln Project. So think about that. Both sides, <laughs> playing both sides, another independent guy down the line. I just wanted to mention Mike because he does a, a call-in show uh, that's called Mike Drop, and he also does a, a great, great show on Latino uh, voting, um, and he does a podcast there too. So anyway, uh, Mike's is uh, at, at Madrid uh, underscore Mike, so uh, please give him a listen too. Listen, guys, I want to thank you uh, so much for uh, listening, supporting the show. Keep sending uh, the comments uh, to Twitter, and uh, I love you all. We'll chat with you soon with, uh, with all the updates. Exciting news, guys. We'll talk to you a bit.